This is the NASCAR Scoop, folks. I am Philip Dashinger, and let's jump in to today's podcast. All right, we're going to start off with Brad Keselowski and Joe Logano news. And um, Brad Keselowski is upset with his teammate after throwing blocks. Joey Logano throwing blocks with Kyle Busch there. But I think what happened there, I think Joey, <clears throat> Joey and Kyle was racing. Kyle was trying to th- thread the needle there. But the thing is, um, Joey Logano, I think he got his air taken off his car and it just sent him down to Kyle Busch. I think the air really controlled that wreck a lot. And I think that's what happened in that thing, in that wreck as well. But um, I think there's nothing Brad can can be upset about. But I think the most part, what Kozlowski is upset about is the changes over at, at, at um Penske this coming off season where they've got new crew chiefs. What they're gonna have to do there also they're gonna have to calm down their drivers. They're going to have to Roger Penske's gonna have to get in and set all these drivers down and tell them to calm to calm down. Because if you because you got too much com- competition going on, if you if um say Kozlowski you know, Joey Logano's got Paul Wolf because that's the old true crew chief. He's if he sees Joey Logano winning with his crew chief, then it's like, why can't I win with Joey Logano's crew chief, Todd Gordon? I mean, Jim, not Todd Gordon, but Jeremy Bullins. See, that's gonna be a lot of competition over there, and that's what's gonna get these guys really frustrated over there. But they're gonna have to set these guys down. Roger Penske is, and. He's gonna have to have to have a talk and tell these guys to settle down. There's no competition, and if they if they race like that, they're gonna have problems over there this year, and it's not gonna be very well because you have two guys, you have three guys over there competition, and with them having this argument right here, upset with his teammate for doing that. But I think you can't you can't blame them either way. This race. This Bush Cast race was only for money. No points. It's all for nothing. They, all the owners wanted was steering wheel back, and they, and they got it for sure. But I think because is going to have to settle down, get right back where he was at, where he left off in the 2019 season, look forward to the, to the 2020 season, and try to redeem himself, even though they have two crew chief swaps over there. They're just going to have to get together. And they're going to settle down. They'll, they'll figure it out. There's going to probably be bumps on the road. But they're going to have to settle down in order for all this to work. And right now, them two arguing. Look at Ryan Blaney. He's not, he's not doing a thing over there. He's not arguing. He's not doing anything. Well, he does have Todd Gordon. So that could explain right there. But um, there's going to be a lot of growth for um, Kozlowski and Jeremy Bullins over there. Just kind of take it for one race at a time. Not be too pressured what Logano does over there with Paul Wolf. I think. The thing is, Kozlowski is going to have to realize that. He's got Jeremy Bullen on his side. They've they've raced in the past with each other. Then they won a championship with each other over there. But they're going to have to take their time. In order for all this to work out at Penske. But I think it's going to... I think Roger Penske knows what he's doing. He's trying to build... 
some championship racing teams for this year? I think he can actually. Just I don't think the thing is with Keselowski, he's coming back to Daytona, where he's already sick of everybody blocking. And the thing is, he's gonna it's, they're gonna continue to block at every restricted play track. He, he's going they're they're going to throw blocks, especially when it comes down to him. Of Daytona 500, what do you expect there? But he's just gonna have to not get frustrated. If he gets frustrated, he's gonna end up getting getting in a big one or causing a big one for people blocking. And that's, I think that's what it is now. To these days, is is blocking, and you're gonna see some aggressive blocking in the 500 and these restricted races because that's the only way you're going to win. If you is if you blow aggressive blocks not too aggressive but you're gonna have to you have to be aggressive in these plate tracks especially if you want to win if you're not aggressive in these plate tracks you're not going to win either at Talladega Daytona is the same and what do you expect Sunday as the 500 gets closer and closer you're gonna see block blocks thrown you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with it because the blocks are gonna get thrown and if you don't Minutes, what you're thinking there, you could call the big one, and and you could take out everybody with you. That if you call the big one here, and like I said, because he's just gonna have to really work on on his mental here, and not get too carried away with people throwing blocks, because people are gonna throw blocks. What do you expect? It's like racing. Um, I think Kazaki is more frustrated about. He's got a new crew chief. And look what and look what um Joe Logano's doing over here with with Paul Wolf. Um and that's competition right now. And, and for instance, in the duels Thursday, look what happened. Joe Logano went out and they won. Paul Wolf and him won the duel race. And now what is Kazas gonna answer back with? Is he is he gonna try to go after really hard and win the Daytona 500 we'll have to see but he could have a chance to win the 500 you never know but we'll we'll just have to sit there and see what happens because the Daytona 500 you're going to have to be aggressive the thing is he's all worried about blocks since getting thrown you're going to get blocks thrown but I don't think that was really a block there really I think just the area I took it off of Joe Lagana's car Joe was on the high side Kyle Busch was right there on the in the middle and Kyle Busch didn't really even look like he even hit him. It just like Logano's car came down, down on Kyle Busch, and it turned turned Logano and made a big wreck. Um, I don't think it's either about anybody's fault there. I think really, I think it really was just the air that got taken off of his car. And I know Kozlowski was upset with that, but he's gonna have to get over that and move on to the next race. Even last night. Even though Logano won last night with his crew chief Paul Wolf, maybe that will get him motivated to win and be aggressive in the Daytona 500. Which you know, everybody knows you have to be aggressive, but you have to take care of equipment at the same time. In the final few laps, that's when you kind of got to get aggressive. You've got to put yourself in the lot in the right line, like we saw last night, and you got to put yourself in the right line. Make sure you had the your teammates behind you, or somebody that's in your make and model, in your make that can um, 
can help you get you to the front. You know, saw it last night with some guys out there with four laps to go. They could see them guys get to the front if you had help. And that's what's going to probably take to win the Daytona 500 is if you can do that. And guys, let's go on to the next thing here. Rick is down. He, he, Ricky Stenhouse wins the pole for the Daytona 500. And Alex Bowman will start second. And last night, you see, not too much word for them. But let me tell you, Ricky Stenhouse, he had a good car last night. But you got to know it's nighttime. And the thing is, these, these are the duels. People are not going to put any aggressive moves. We did saw, see some aggressive moves a little bit last night. But not going to be as, as aggressive as it is going to be in the Daytona 500. But Stenhouse did, he had a pretty good car, but I think really nobody was trying to make any big moves. I think Daytona 500, it's coming Sunday, I think it's going to be a different race for Ricky Stenhouse. He's going to really find out what he has in his car. But they tried to learn last night, you can learn a little bit about your car and what it does, but you got to think, when that if that sun is beaming down, Sunday at Daytona, it's going to make that track really slick. And last night, the conditions they had last night, they had more grip on the track, which helped them cars move a little bit more better. See the, and then when we go back, for instance, let's go in the sunset at Daytona when they're racing. There's there's not even grip on the track. The, the track temp is really up, and you have no grip. You have to find you have to find the balance of your car because that track is will get really slick. And if the sun is out, I say Sunday, you're gonna really find out who made adjustments, who didn't, and that's what it's gonna probably come down to into that. And neither one of them had to do anything in the clash last night. Rick Stenhouse, he was trying to he was going to try to win that race. He just got in the wrong line there. At the end, and something happened to that bottom lane, and they just got that top lane just had the momentum for somehow, and they the bottom lane lost every momentum they had, and I think that's, that's what cost Ricky Stenhouse. I think Ricky Stenhouse he could have won that race, just didn't have people to help him behind him. Nobody would help him, and what really I think really killed him is when that top side really got that momentum on that top side. It really helped Joe Logano. Joe Logano and um, Eric Amarola. Them two Fords hooked up and see what happened. Them two Fords went to victory lane. I think you're going to probably see something like that. But the thing is, you didn't really see... Nobody was really helping the Toyotas last night. Um, that's the only bad thing. Now they have, now they lose somebody. Daniel Suarez. He um, wrecks out of the duel. He does not make the Daytona 500 for the first time. And I think everybody was really expecting that. It was, it was going to be really... I was expecting that. I didn't really see him making it. That car... Um, that car doesn't really have the speed. But the thing is... Um, Brian Blaney took out Daniel Suarez kind of there. But um, I think what happened there... Daniel Suarez is... He came in the middle there, but... I don't think... Why would you see Ron Blaney come down, though? That's the thing. 
if he was trying to pit, Bernie should have should have knew his spotter should have echoed to him that Daniel Swartz was up under him and not to come down. Instead, what happened? Brian Blaney came down, wrecked his car, not as much, but took out Daniel Suarez, and Daniel Suarez is now not going to race in the Daytona 500 because of that incident. But really right there, Daniel Suarez, he's just at the wrong place, wrong time, and stuff like that at the Butt Racing happens. It just it just came up for um, Daniel Suarez there, and it happened for him. And he, he did not make the Daytona 500, unfortunately. And I think he was going to make it. I think he was going to make it. But once he got in that mess, car was totaled. And he was done for the Daytona 500. He was upset with Ryan Blaney after that. Um, Blaney did take the fault of him coming down and destroying Daniel Suarez's car there. But I don't see why Ryan Blaney was coming down in the first place there. It just doesn't make sense why he would even come down when he know when he should know Daniel Suarez is up under him, and that's the thing. Daniel Suarez was up under him, and Blaney came down. I don't, I don't know why. The thing is, Ryan Blaney should have known that they were pitting, that they weren't communicating there, and it. Mister Larson comes in to where you have to communicate. If you don't communicate. Things like that happen, and if that happens Sunday, it could take out whole field if you don't communicate. It, it could take yourself out of the Daytona 500. It could ruin everybody else's race. So you have to communicate in these races. If you do not, you're going to get ran over, or you're either going to do what happened last night. For instance, Daniel Suarez getting taken out of the Daytona 500 and not making the race for Sunday. Something like that will happen. If you do not communicate. And guys we are going to take a segment break here. And we'll be right back on the NASCAR scoop. Okay, we are back here on the NASCAR scoop, folks. And now we're going to look at the Bush class reaction and the result from the class on Sunday night. Okay, we have um, Eric Jones, you know, winning that race. Wow, that was crazy how he won that race. It, the thing is, really, Denny Hamlin, he couldn't win anyway, so why not help your teammate win the race? He did. That race was insane. What if we see the same race like that Sunday? If if we do, it's going to be wild. 
And already, I'm already going to say it's going to be wild. The Daytona 500. And, and plus you're going to have more cards out there on the track. You're going to have people being so super aggressive. Especially coming down to the end. Getting in the right lane. And I think it's going to be really aggressive. The Daytona 500 is. And put that on top of it. That's going to be even even more insane I believe. With that. And second, let's get back to the res- the result of the Daytona of the not Daytona five hundred, but the Butch class. Austin Dillon second, Clint Boyer third, Kyle Larson fourth, Ryan Emmon fifth, sixth Denny Hamlin, which was a lap down, seventh Chase Elliott, eighth Ryan Blaney, ninth Joe Logano, tenth Eric Amarola. 11th, Jimmy Johnson. 12th, Kurt Busch. 13th, Kevin Harvick. 14th, William Byron. 15th, Alex Bowman. 16th, Martin Truex. 17th, Brad Kozlowski. And to round out the field on the Busch class, Kyle Busch, 18th. And that was a crowded race, guys, at the end. Especially on how Eric Jones even won that race. His car was his car was so damaged. I think guys coming Sunday. I don't I don't think a car like that's going to win. You gotta say there was not much much not much runs to be able to do that. But you're gonna have you're gonna have bigger runs in day twenty five. You're gonna you're gonna have more more cars out there. Most definitely, there was only a this was this was only an eighteen car field this year. The two guys that not did not or cannot. To participate in this race, to participate in this race was um, Daniel Hamrick and Daniel Suarez. Them two did not dis- not to participate in this race today. And and guys, I think this race was was crazy. Everybody was just blowing blocks. They they may be a little bit smarter and they won a five hundred. I don't know, but I think. What it came down to in this race was just money. Nobody, no points on the line, just money. And these owners told these guys, race the heck out of your, race the heck out of your cars. Just bring, just bring the steering wheel back. That's all they wanted, and they got it definitely with um, Eric Jones winning the race. And I think this helps Eric Jones um, after last year. Just getting one win is going to help in momentum for him this year, I believe. I think it's going to really help that team, and it, he could it could help him throughout the season since he's already got that win. He's got pressure off his shoulders, even though this doesn't count and put him in to the playoffs already. But this could be momentum to build throughout the season, just because he wins the Bush Class. It really helps, really helps some guys with that. And what in the same race we had there, and shoot, second place car was the cleanest car. On the track then. And he did not win. It was um, Denny Adlin. I tell you. Denny Adlin. Even last night. Denny Adlin was. Was super aggressive. And. That's what's going to probably win him another day. Total 500. With him being that aggressive. And the thing is. You have to be aggressive. To win. The Sunday. The day 500. And it showed. Denny Adlin. Was being. Super aggressive last night. He was being super aggressive 
in the um Bush Clash race. And that's what's going to help him win this thing Sunday too. And I tell you, he had a good car last night. I tell you that. And if his car is that good Sunday, we could see him win the 500 again. But usually, the third Daytona 500 is usually the hardest one to get. You see, Dale Jr. took him a little bit to win his um his Daytona 500. And I think Denny Hamlin, I say he'll get another Daytona 500, but I don't think it's going to be this year. I just don't. I don't see it. I know he he has a good car, but you saw it last night. They hung him out the dry because they know he's got a good car. He's retaining Daytona 500. I think what's going to come down to, I think he's going to end up getting hung out the dry. I don't think he's going, I don't think nobody will really help him. None of the Toyos are probably going to get help during the Daytona 500. And you saw him last night. Damn, he could have helped Chris Bo- Christopher Bell out, and he didn't do that. He went around him. He didn't help him at all. He passed him and left his teammate, sort of his teammate, I guess. But he is, but he, but he does have a Joe Gibbs engine in that car, so it shouldn't. It should really pertain to helping him, helping his teammate there. But he didn't do that, and that's what's going to get the Toyos in trouble Sunday if they don't all together get hooked up with each other and they if they pass each other like that like Denny Hamlin in the duel he did last night they're not going to compete with these Chevys and these Fords because I tell you these Chevys and Fords they are going to hook up with their teammates they got more cars on the track more manufacturers on the track for them and if Toyota does not do that they're not going to have a chance of doing what they did last year they out. They have to hook up and be tandem with each other. They have to get in the group, and they're gonna have to hook up with each other to be successful in trying to win the Daytona 500. That's the only way you're gonna do it. We saw last night, Eric Amarola and Joe Logano hooking up. They pulled away, and Eric Amarola pushed Joe Logano out in front to win the dual one race, and that's what's gonna come down to. If you don't work together. If you don't work together for these manufacturers, you're not going to have a chance of winning any of these plate races at all because it comes down to teamwork. And if you don't work with your team, your teammates around you, you're not going to win. Or your manufacturer, you're not going to win either. You have to work as a team to win these twenty plate races here. And now, we're good. now let's move on to my to the Daytona 500 odds for all y'all fantasy players and bidding people. We'll start off with Ryan Priest. He is at a 101 odd. John Nemechek. John Hunter Nemechek. 81 to, 80 to 1 odd. Michael McDowell. 80 to 1 odd. Dennis Ward, you can scratch him out since he's not going to race in the Daytona 500. But he was 60 to 1 odd. Ross Chastain. 60 to 1. Ty Dillon, 50 to 1. Bubba Wallace, 50 to 1. Bubba Wallace, he, he could possibly win the 2500. You never know about him. He He's he's pretty good at at these sure tracks. Let's get back to it. Tyler Reddick, 50 to 1. 
Tyler Reddick, he, he was really aggressive last night, I tell you that much. Um, he was putting himself, that car, in really, really tight spots. And that's what's going to help him. He could, Tyler Reddick, he could possibly be up in the mix too Sunday. You never know. Christopher, Chris Busher, 50 to 1. Austin Dillon, 40 to 1. Cole Custer, 40 to 1. Ryan Newman, a 35 to 1 uh, to win the 500. Which he's won it the previous year. Dog would not count him out either. Christopher Bell, a 33 to 1 odd. Kyle Larson, a 28 to 1 odd. Eric Jones, a 25 to 1 odd. Eric Amarola, a 25 to 1 odd. Clint Boyer, 25 to 1 odd. Kurt Busch, a 25 to 1 odd. Jimmy Johnson, 20 to 1. Ricky Stenhouse, 20 to 1. Matty D is at 25 to 1. William Byron won last night in the duel. This could probably help his stock too going into day 2500. Right now he is a 20 to 1 odd, which it could move up since he's won this duel race last night. We'll just have to see. Alex Bowman, a 20 to 1 odd. Ryan Blaney, 16 to 1. I'd watch out for Ryan Blaney as well, guys, because Ryan Blaney, he won at Talladega. He could be upset, pick the win too, also. Never know. Martin Trucks, 13 to 1. Kevin Harvick, 12 to 1. Brian Kislowski, 11 to 1. Joey Logano, 11 to 1. Chase Elliott, the eleven to one, Kurt Busch ten to one, and the favorite is Denny Hamlin ten to one. Which he could redemption himself. Never know about these races when they come down to it. Just depends if he puts himself in the right position. But the thing is, it's going to come down to really his tool team that's out of because I don't think any other manufacturer is going to help him besides the underfunded team. Because they, they all know that he's got a good car to win the 500. We saw last night. He has a car to beat. And he and he won the last 500, which is going to put more pressure. Because nobody's going to want to help him to win another 500. 500 because they're, they're going to want to win the 500. They're going to want to see another guy repeat himself again. And win the 500 as well. And I think, guys... The guys to really watch out for this Sunday, I think, will be, um, I think you have to watch out for Ryan Newman as well. Ryan Newman, he, he could win it. Never know. He's been up there through dual races. And Ryan Blaney, also, he, he has a chance of winning this thing. And people are predicting and saying what happens if Jimmy Johnson wins this Daytona 500 this year. Going out like that would be crazy if he does that. And could he even win a championship this year? That would be even be more crazier if he adds, if he goes out with a bang. And I think everybody in NASCAR would like to see that because everybody wants to see a champion go out in a bang. And Jimmy Johnson is retiring. We'll just to see how the season goes. Johnson, he's a good, he's an odd maker too. I would watch out for too in the Daytona 500. I'll tell you another guy to watch out for also 
is um William Byron. One last night, he could do he could do it this Sunday, if he has the right teammates helping him and getting up there, he can win the five hundred. Never know about some of these guys on this on this list. I see another guy to watch out for also Clint Boyer. He, I think he could he could eventually win this five hundred as well if he has enough good enough a good enough car on Sunday. What would you have to see? Brian Blaney. I see one one guy that um, people are really underestimating a little bit, which is odd to be down, I think, is Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest, he seems to hang around in these in these races, and he puts, he ends up putting himself in the right position. He could have a chance to win the five, this 500. But I think um, they're going to have to tune on that car a little bit because right now his teammate has a little bit more speed than him. Ricky Stenhouse, which wouldn't say okay, I would count Ricky Stenhouse out winning this 500. It's just going to be a little bit tougher because he's sitting on the pole, and people know that he's got a fast car, and they're not going to want to work him either. The guys that usually have the fast car to not win this race because people usually just not hook up with them to win the to win this race. And Chris Busher as well, guys. I see him doing something in this race too. Even though he's he's been underestimated in this in this um speed weeks this year. I really think he's underestimated for him. Martin Truex Jr. I don't know how well he does. He's not that well at, at um restricted plate racing. It's not really his win. It's not really his um partake, I say. He don't really he's not that good at restricted plate racing. And his only really win was at Talladega, which was in the Bush race. And that was way back when he was in driving for Dale Earnhardt, for Dale Jr. And that was the only win that he had, really. And guys, let's go on. And that was my chance. This is who I picked. That was my, who has the best chance of winning the 500. That was it. And... Here's my prediction, and here's my who I picked to win the Daytona 500, which I know you're all going to think I'm going to go on for underdog, which I am. And I think Chris Buescher wins the Daytona 500. I know that sounds crazy, but anything can happen. I put Matt Benendetto, I think he can. He has a chance to win the 500 as well. But but I think um, Chris, Chris Buescher comes out here, he wins the Daytona 500. I think, I think really, he has a shot to win this 500 as well. Even though he's under the radar, nobody's really talking about him. I think he he could win it. That's my prediction. That's who I picked to win the Daytona 500. Now, guys, let's go into the next segment here, and we're gonna wrap this show up here. And let's go to the news and notes. Jimmy Johnson. He is inter- interested in running some IndyCar races next year after he retires. We'll see how that comes up and where he'll, if he'll be doing it. Which Chevrolet does have some IndyCars in, does have IndyCars, so he could possibly race some races. I would like to see him went race the um, Indianapolis 500. That'd be cool to see Jimmy Johnson do that. He does have he don't really have no open wheel experience, so. All he has is his truck, which 
which I don't think that was going to count helping that help him. But we'll just have to see how that story develops as it as the year goes on, and see what he plans on doing after retirement in NASCAR. And um, Napa signs with Rick Hendrick, Rick Motors, Rick Hendrick Motorsports, Rick Hendrick through 2022 season. Exalta signs with Hendrick through 2027. And then Kevin Harvick, he um, he signs with Tony Stewart through 2023, which I think that was a little too long. I think I think those are going to be the last his last few years this year. Those are going to be the last few years for him. I think he's going to end up retiring and going to spend time with his son, as you know, and help him. He's probably going to end up doing racing as well, so he's probably going to help him with his racing career as well. That's all. That's all in today's podcast, guys. Well, thanks for joining the NASCAR Scoop, and you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cut, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. Thanks for joining my podcast today, guys, and we'll see y'all on the next episode of the NASCAR Scoop. Thanks for joining.